up and I'm going to put you on to Paul. So Paul, take it away, mate. Paul, alcoholic. Um, welcome, everybody. So again, I just want to reiterate the theme. The theme isn't about or the theme isn't contrary to the principles and the suggestions and the design for living and the way of life of AA. It's just really trying to get to maybe the exact nature of the wrong. So what's happened with me revealed uh, the exact nature of the wrong, which was an act of being identified as self. Now I wasn't doing that act. The mental state was doing that act. And so what happened with me, so that's the theme we attempt to stay with the whole talk. It's not really about, because if you read the book, you'll see what I'm talking against in a way, which is uh, their problems were self-imposed. We manufacture our own misery, uh, all like that. I don't believe that. I believe something has taken us over that uses us to manufacture misery through and uses, and then we have to sort of digest and live through all that misery. And I think the way it was stated in language was beautiful, the self-imposing, self-imposing of these, of these situations, but I don't see self as representing me. I sell, I see self as the other. So, this is the only point we're attempting to share is that the exact nature of the wrong may be another addiction, which is an addiction to self, not our addiction to self, the mental state's addiction to self. The mental state seems to have us as a rapt audience. I, I would imagine like when we were younger, a lot of our attention and consciousness was moving through seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Probably when we were babies, it was mostly touching and tasting because whatever we met, we've tried to put in our mouths. But I felt as time went on, the mental state became overdeveloped in a way and started to suck the attention away from the other gates of consciousness, which are the five gates, the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching, and brought it up to the mental state of acknowledging or witnessing or being an audience to thought. And then that thought, somewhere along the line, we had propensities because I think the landing tarmac for alcoholism is self, self-centeredness, yeah? So an extreme, you know, we would get to the point of seeing it's an extreme self-centeredness. But I don't, I think it's a little different than that. I don't think uh, we're extremely self-centered. I think there's a system that's centered on self that's got most of our interest and attention. And so we live an interpretation based on that narration and that, it, that invitation, I mean, that interpretation is, uh, has a rootedness of irritable, restless, and discontent. So we attempt basically to get out of that system, but as the system. And so we fail in a sense. So a lot of people I feel have attempted to go that way. And in our community, they describe it as self can't get out of self. 
So they probably attempted to get out of self quite a lot and they realized something's up that I can't escape from what I want to escape from. Or when or if I do, I escape as it. So to me, that's the root of the problem is an identification or let's say the interest and attention is wedded to this preoccupation of being Paul, being this image, this historical image that's projected into a future and all that comes with it, which is anxiety, pride, a lot of are some nice qualities, but basically overweighed by the other contracting qualities. And it demands relief. And yet our, our seeking for relief is sort of ignorant. Without knowing it, we're identified with that which we want to get relief from. So uh, this is what was shown years ago. It seems to have weathered uh, the onslaught of time. It's become the last answer. And so now my way of life or the design for living is rooted in this idea. And I feel like it's translated into a traveling lighter for a long period of time. So I feel pretty confident that the diagnosis is correct because I've gotten relief from the problem. So I would say <laughs> that's a good indication you're onto something. So I'm just a member of the, of the tribe of recovery and I'm just trying to share it. It's, I don't, it's not to, you know, to have a jousting battle or it's just an invitation and a possibility rooted in a diagnosis of what may be the exact nature of the wrong. Because I feel it's sort of like, um, you know, if I have a rash on my leg and I think it's psoriasis or eczema, let's say, and I'm just, I assume it's eczema. So I buy ointment, eczema ointment, I put it on and I'm not really getting the relief. So obviously then I put more on and then I'm like bathing my leg in eczema ointment. But in fact, I, there's been a misdiagnosis. So maybe I get to the point where I realize, well, my assumption has failed. So now I try different ointments and one of the ointments works. And then I read what the ointment was for and it said eczema. So now I know I had eczema from the relief of eczema. That's exactly how I feel the real knowledge occurs. The knowledge of the disease comes relief, comes from the relief from the disease. And I would say the real disease is obsession with self, this identification as something that we're not. And alcohol, alcoholism is an extreme example of that, an addiction. So yes, so I feel like we can even if we're applying the solution, if we still think we're that idea of Paul, then the solution becomes, in a sense, a reinforcement of the problem. That's a bigger problem, in my view. So, yeah, that's what we're presenting. Um, and then the way of life and all that is a great way to express this knowledge, let's say. And if you're not, the way of life hasn't gotten established, just, you know, you, whatever, you're still trying to manage the show and stuff like that, then there's lots of skillful means and ways to divert that obsession to leading to some very, very extreme consequences. So in the beginning, your house may be on fire. So what you need to know is where the water is to put it out. But after you put out 
the number of fires you are at. Maybe someone will sit you down and go, well, isn't it funny that all the fires you have, you're there, and maybe you're the fire starter. So, you know, AA leads to what we're talking about. It's trying to bring us to recognizing our role in things. And then when you sincerely do, you'll see it wasn't your role to begin with, which is incredible relief, incredible relief. You can't go to that right away because that would be a mental denial. But by owning it or allowing, you know, by admitting to your innermost self that you're an alcoholic and many, many other things, that's when there's freedom from it. So because when I was trying to deny shit, I was giving them a reality they didn't actually have. And when I allowed shit to finally catch up to me, which I didn't, it just life set it up where things caught up to me. I would have probably tried to avoid it till my last breath, but something intervened. And then when that shit caught, caught up to me and I thought I was going to die from it landing and I realized I didn't, then I could see that there was two agendas going on. There was a parasitical agenda that was trying to protect, protect itself at all times. And then there was something else. Yeah. And that something else had been muted by the megaphone of the other fucking agenda. And it's sort of, I like to use this little story about a snake. And so a snake every year goes through a molting of its skin. It doesn't molt its skin. It just goes through it. And I want to look at that event from two points of view, from the points of view of the skin and from the point of view of the snake. So the skin's point of view is it believes it's the snake and it sees dropping off the snake as an extreme freaking uh, <laughs> threat because its whole premise that it's the snake will get completely washed out when the snake continues when the skin is off. So the skin is trying to talk to the snake through the head with what it does. It jacks into the little snake brain and it tells the snake, you know, Buy tons of moisturizer, stay out of the sun, watch out for that rock, da da da. And it's protecting its own ass at the expense of the, skin, of the snake because when the snake's old skin falls off, it travels lighter. It has a shinier skin that reflects other snakes. It can go over rocks much, much smoother. So one, one point of view is going, no, 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 no. And the other point of view, it's hallelujah. It's which one really is the audience listening to really that's it so if the if the the shouting of the selfie is constantly convincing you that you're that it will be at the expense of finding out what you really are and this is so if i see that which is and the only way it has sway over me is i believe it's me if i can question that that assumption that it's me I'll lose interest in it. I'll lose interest in all the yapping and all of its prognosis, you know, all of its forecasts and all of its 40-year resentments and 20-year fear you know, plans. I'll lose interest in it. The air will come out of its sail. And then something else, that same faith that I had in that as being me, now put into the infinite, produces like an ease and comfort throughout my day. The same faith that was commandeered by the disease that produced anxiety out of what's not happening is now enriching my day. It's the same energy. So, and then we can go on and on about the, 
nuts and bolts of the program, but I just wanna throw out this opportunity, this idea, and if the shoe fits, wear it, see what happens, yeah? Give it a, just see what happens. It doesn't demand anything from you, really. Basically, you wanna be sent around the corner for a half an hour so that it can sort of get embedded in a way. So, all right, thank you. Thanks for uh, listening. All right. Applause. Thank you very much. So, um, if you've got, there's a couple of questions already. It's, um, ah, who else? So, uh, Luke from Birmingham. Hey, mate, how you doing? Luke. Hey, Paul, it's good to see you, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I love that. Just the simplicity of, um, you know, I put, I put this ointment on this wound and it works, you know. So, this, it seems to me that that, um, that prognosis, that diagnosis was, was correct and, and that's the best thing that I can go by, really. I was just, I was just wanting, it's up to you. I mean, you don't have to uh, talk on this, kind of understand if you didn't want to, but if you kind of stretch this out further, a little bit more into the world and the kind of, it seems to me like the political and economic system that we live on kind of relies quite heavily on the algorithm of, Selfing, you know, there's, it, it works out quite well for, for the system that we live in, for us to be caught in that kind of selfing state. You know, I, I can see how, how certain economic systems would benefit from that. Um, is that something that you've ever kind of noticed? Um, I, I certainly noticed when I kind of came round, was struck sober, as you would say, that I was in this very strange world that um to put it simply seemed to want to be tripping me up a lot of the time and getting me caught in thought processes that were really unhelpful for this new way of life that i'd learned uh from 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 you guys um so yeah could, do you want to talk on that i mean no but you'll uh you know, with with certain eyes, you'll see what you need to see in everything. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, a lot of structures will indicate the possibility of being free from the structures. Yeah. Instead of the constant going over how enslaved I am. Yeah. You'll see you're not that. So, yeah. But no, I like to stick with this topic, you know, this idea. And then that stuff, you know, this isn't like a, this isn't like a spiritual golf course and you just play once a week, Saturday. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it, it finds traction in everything because it's, it's based where exactly you are. So obviously that unsuspecting inner resource now becomes very, very suspecting in a resource. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see a lot in everything because the whole fundamental, well, I don't want to, I could, I go into it more on the other talks because, uh, yeah. 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 Because there's, you know, we start at an assumption that this place is a real place and a real thing. And, and I'm suspect about that my, anyway, myself. So really. <laughs> so, but I don't. Yeah. It's not. This isn't. 
this I'm yeah. not in the right square today to share yeah. that. Fair yeah. Enough, yeah. yeah, Luke, it's um if you do go onto um Zen Bitchlap, there's a lot of videos there that do go on and I would strongly urge you to go on the Saturday if you're in in England, the Saturday one at um one thirty Paul's time and um, 9.30 UK time. You'll get a lot of that stuff. It goes right into that. And I've heard some of the, there's some amazing stuff there. So, and there's a load of videos there, particularly on the Zen Bitch Slap stuff. It's awesome. So nice. that's what I'd say. And you're doing great, Luke. I'm very happy. You, you, uh, you're like a blast from the past. I feel like you're a, a Paul in England or something. Oh, wow. so Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Let me warn you, it's not going to get better. Oh, it's going to get better now. <laughs> Before sober, it wasn't going to get better. Wow. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's an endorsement for you, Luke. Good one, mate. Okay. G, over to you, mate. Thanks, thanks, Dave. Good to see you, Paul. I like what you said last week, Paul. You said uh, you're, you used to be a painter. And to go from your apartment to a building house painting, painter, house painter yeah. yeah. And it should take 12 thoughts <laughs> to get. I tried that one morning to just have my morning coffee. Didn't work, Paul. I tried to just have 12 thoughts. There's a whole bunch of them. So, yeah, I'm still trying. But I, I, I wanted to say, um, um, I was thinking during the week about a question for you, not just to take up time, but for let me ask him something, you know, that would be relevant. Yeah, really use Paul. and. Um, I kind of had a question. I don't know if it's going to be appropriate, but I thought to put it in a nice way, let's say um, there's like a situation or something. And a part, <laughs> of, me, and a part of me says, um, tell that fucking guy exactly what he needs to be told or, 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 or if it gets crazy, it gets crazy. And then there's, a, there's another part of me which says, run. Run for your life. And if you look like a coward, that's okay. Now, um, I'm trying to figure out which one of those two would be self and which one would just be. And, and also, I was in a meeting which really kind of jarred me. One more question. And that was on Saturday. It was about AA's singleness of purpose. And I really felt for a minute I didn't belong in AA because, I, I, like I said, I was a drug addict before I became full-blown alcoholic. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, AA you know, helped my alcohol problem. And it solved my heroin problem too. You know, and there's a big meeting about it and people are like, you should just be alcoholic, all this. So I want to know what your views on that is also. And, and, and which self should I, which is self? Which one is self? The one that says kick his fucking, smash <laughs> something around his head or the one that says run? <laughs> Listen, those two voices, those two voices come after. They're not before. They're narrations trying to replace living. Yeah. When I, when I would, uh, one time I was surfing and I ran into a shark, you know, a, a big great white shark in Australia. I had no fucking thought <laughs> about anything. It was just adrenaline. And then the thought comes later. Yeah. You're living. You're living, and then the head is narrating. Yeah. So it narrates from the thief point of view, from the police point of view. It's both bullshit. Yeah. 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 Put once you feel the pulse of living, you'll know, and you'll you'll be sad. That will come along with you. You're gonna. There's gonna be a 
a presenting of an interpretation. It is. Yeah, you're conscious, so you're going to hear it. But to have it as the primary point to start and, and live your life from is off. Completely off. Yeah. You come before the thought. Yeah. Yeah. So don't worry about that. all that worrying is from is from the same camp that's after after your life. Yeah, it's just you know who cares. Yeah. If you're worried about which one was self, that one that's saying which one was self is the selfie. Mm -hmm. The one that's holding the two options is the selfie. Yeah, this is the dilemma. It's, it presents you, it's either this or that. It's that. It's the one that thinks it has this or that. The first sense of self, most of us never even notice it. Then we get whacked unbelievably. We come into recovery, and then recovery brings the camera back, and we see what we used to look from. We do. And so you see it. Wow. So then there's a feeling that's self, yeah? But what happens is then the observing self arises and claims to be seeing the other one. That's the bondage of self. Yeah. yeah. The bondage is you catch what you thought was driving you crazy, but what, what caught, says it caught it was, is what's driving you crazy. You see? It's like a slinky. It goes, do it, do it, do it. You'll see it, and then at a point, you'll lose interest in which one was the real thief. Because <laughs> 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 if you pin it on the one, it's the other one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's so. You're, if you're onto something, I'll tell you. More is going to be revealed. It's just what happens. Yes? Your nature really isn't to go, it can go the other way. Yeah? The mental state wants to just tunnel vision everything, and yet what you are is a very, very large vision. Yeah? This is focusing on all the trees, missing the forest. This is seeing the forest and also seeing the trees. Yes? And you'll feel the difference. It's, it, you don't need to have any, oh, which one is which? You'll feel it. Yeah? You'll feel it after a while. You won't be relying on a thought to tell you what's so. You'll have a sense that will tell you what's so. Mm. The higher power isn't a concept. It's an intimation. And then you recognize the tree by observing all the fruit. And then you start loving or having a great honor or a gratitude for that, which you'll never meet. Yeah. Because maybe you're it really in a sense. Yeah. So, but whatever happens in this re in this action figure, honor and gratitude became a new condition. Yeah. I feel incredibly grateful that something has done for me and done for others, what we couldn't do for ourselves. Yeah, I do. And, I feel the only responsibility I have concerning it is to honor it, really. Yeah. And honoring it in a way is not taking self so fucking seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And self can't do that. Self cannot take itself seriously, not seriously, yeah? So you gotta get out, you can't, you're not gonna work your way out of the system as the system. I just don't believe it, I don't, I don't see it, yeah? The solution has to be outside the system. That's, we give it a, we call it a spiritual condition, but that's, there's, the spiritual condition is a fact. It's not like, oh, I have a mental condition, a physical condition, an emotional condition, and a spiritual condition. It's not one condition out of many conditions. That's not spirit. Spirit is the basis. Spirit is the screen. Spirit is the context, yeah? It's not a freaking condition. It's not like, oh, I have a condition with my knee. I have a condition with my head, you know? No, it's not one of, oh, one of many conditions that's been underdeveloped. It's a fact, yeah? That's what it is. And you'll find that out when you lose interest in all the assumed facts, where does the interest go? To the facts, obviously. And when it lands on the fact, it reaffirms itself. Yes, yes, this is so. You don't need a giant parade of thoughts to convince yourself. There's, an, a, there's a convincing, yeah? You're clear now. You're clear about the facts, not the assumed shit, the real facts, yeah? And the real facts of an alcoholic, a real alcoholic, is they're powerless over alcohol and drugs. They are. And their life is unmanageable, not because of the drugs that amplified it, because they've been trying to manage it. That's, the, that's it. If those aren't seen as facts, it's all, it's, you have to have the basis before you get to the addict, yeah? You need the basis. You know, reflect on your life. See if it's worked. Yeah. yeah? Come to your own conclusion. Check it out. You got ample evidence. You just have to let something else put it together. See, the murderer is never going to lead to having it, the, all the evidence point to it. It isn't. It's going to blame others. It's going to say it was my family or the judge or this or that. Yes? It'll mm -hmm. con constantly, constantly point. You got to bring in like the independent counsel, you know? Get, and it'll make, it a, it'll make a sober assessment and we'll say, hey, you're fucked and this is the reason why. Yeah? If you're not, if you're not, if you don't know that, you're gonna know it. So just, yeah, life's the greatest teacher. Life will kick your ass sufficiently so you get, you admit to that fact sooner or later. Yeah. So why not now? Yeah. And then just recognize the exact nature of the wrong and see it as not you, really. Just start seeing it as a foreign pathogen or some image that works for you. So that, because if, you, I, if you're in the act of being identified as it seriously, it's going to cripple your, your drive for freedom because you're going to try to be free as it, you are. It's going to cripple it, yeah? You'll have weird freedoms that are based on so much thought and effort on your part, it's not even worth the fucking freedom. You got to work out all day and shit like that, watch every second. This isn't a freedom, yeah? So if you see it as other, the possibility of being free from it becomes available. Yeah. Hold on to that little thread and see where it takes you. More will be revealed. 
and they'll be it'll just reinforce it will just keep reinforcing the facts and shed light on the assumed facts yeah you'll see the assumed facts aren't facts and the clarity of the real facts will become dominant in your life now you'll be on you'll be on sound you'll be on in a sound position yes you'll be established in this new position and then tons of shit happens you feel the conscious presence of whatever yes a new power is flowing through you it's actually like you're reborn yeah that's the power yeah so and please don't waste time thinking up questions for me all week I had a few. So, hey, this would be a good one for Paul. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. we. <laughs> I, I, I can download your, your your talks on the site. So, oh, and, and um, also, what do you feel about AA singleness of purpose? The singleness of purpose is is our collective agenda. Yes, but. The problem itself has made room for itself because it's become more and more obvious it isn't a particular solution to the problem, alcohol or drugs, it's the underlying causes and conditions. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who are addicts find AA is a little more uh, solid and so they go there, yeah? That was my experience and a lot of people's experience where I live. So. Yes, as the collective, uh, that's the singleness of purposes. But in actuality, at the meetings all around, it's a different, yeah. Mm. A lot of different people are coming in with a lot of seemingly different problems, yes? All rooted in the problem. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like saying uh, our singlessness of purpose is to feed any down-and-out Catholic, let's say. So then you open your your soup kitchen and then Muslims come in and Jewish people come in and you feed them. Yes. Mm. But still on the door, it's signals of purpose is feed poor Catholics. But mm -hmm. yeah, the yeah. food is there. A lot of people are going to come and no one's going to be uh, denied entrance. Yeah, that's how I feel. So, yes. Cool. Cheers, G. Cheers. I'm not speaking for AA. I'm speaking, you know, as a member of AA. That's how I see it. Um, Paul, just had a question. Um, just what was the num the page? What was the line from the big book that you referred to about the self at the end of your talk? Do you remember? Which one? Oh, page 64? Okay. You mean self-manifested in various ways? I think so. I think that's what... Yeah. Uh, Page 64, I think in the third paragraph, being convinced, yeah. Okay, thank you. So Erica, that's, if you want to ask a question about that, you're more than welcome to put your hand up. Priscilla, over to you. There you go. Hi, hi, I'm so excited. See, this is my first time being here with you, Paul. I've been following you for like four years now and this is really cool. Um, so I have a really dumb question, um, but I have to ask you, I've listened to a lot of your talks and you start talking about a host and a parasite uh, or that, that one parasite, you know, with the cat and all that. 
Yes. And, um, and I started thinking about free will. And then on the days when I'm really stuck and I'm really beating myself up, um, I'm wondering to myself, am I suffering because I think I actually have any control here? Is something actually happening to me? Am I, am I just the host? am I the host and something is the parasite and is my only free will to choose how I want to look at life and that's it? Is it just my perception? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll ask you, what do you think? I mean, it depends on the day. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> so you have the biggest role of all, don't you? Yes. Yeah. To choose. Well, not even to choose. Because, okay. uh, I mean, before choice. Because things are happening. They do a simple test. I saw it when I lived in Australia years and years ago. Very simple. They had this uh, neuroscientist and she, they put these electrodes on her. And they had her sitting across like a clock with one arm. And the clock would, she, and she had the control. She could move the clock wherever she wanted. Like she was choosing, yes, to two, to six. And then she'd try to fake herself out and tell herself, I'm going to stop it at three, but then stop it at 11, yes? And she went yeah. through all these little shenanigans. And then after about 20 minutes, they looked at the research and her brain lit up before she ever did anything. So the quote unquote choice was already made before she showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> so, so that which that which wants to talk about choice and no choice, there's no choice in it. <laughs> it's after the fact in a way. But hey, this thing believes it has choice, so do the next right thing, really. It has nothing to do with free will or not. It believes it has free will, yes? The action figure believes it has free will. Oh. So do the next Yeah. Mm. Yes? Doesn't yeah. matter if there is free will or not. It doesn't matter. The programming of all of us is that we have free will. It's stronger than in other societies, but here we do. I think it's pointless to try to convince that which believes it has free will that it doesn't have free will. I think it's a pointless point. <laughs> I do. Just do the next right thing. Yeah. 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 And again, it's usually based on how you're feeling that, that, that way. Day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A thing about that I like to concentrate on is a lot of us, when we go into AA, certain things have become clear. So when, like, that something's doing for us, for us what we can't do for ourselves, and then we feel a great gratitude for what this power has done for us, yes? Don't we? Yeah. And people tend to live with a sense of humility in recovery because they really know they're not doing it. They're more at the effect of something, some greater power. Now, I don't know why we can't use that to how we were in the throes of addiction and see we were, in con we were under the control of a lower power, really, and that it needs to have all credit and blame 
for what happened when I was under the influence. Yeah, I don't see, uh, I, it bothers me that the problem is still uh, enjoying a lot of leeway in our solution. And it's producing a lot of guilt and shame based on what we did on, while under the influence. Yet we had no choice, did we? When I was exactly. voted to do almost anything, and I did, yeah? So I don't see how there's got to be a, a, like a program belief that's not causing us to arrive at that idea based on the life of a, a, an active addict and alcoholic. It's, it's, the evidence is so obvious that something had taken you over and was living through you and was doing through you and you were left holding the bag. It's so obvious any person after they come out of, into recovery and they reflect on what it was like, they could see that. I just can't believe we're being robbed so much and having to travel so heavy with all the guilt and shame based on being the doer of those past behaviors. I wish there was, people could entertain another possibility that could lift that weight off. Yeah, because really the greatest way of finding out about light is traveling light. It is. Yeah, that's how it goes, really. Yeah. You really get, you get a sense of the relief by being relieved. And I think a lot of us have a lot of weight still on our little backpacks, yes? Based on this really strong belief that we're the doer of anything, no matter what it is that comes through me, I'm the doer of. But even when you're taken over by a flu or a virus, yeah, your whole view of life changes. You start looking at life from the virus's point of view, from its effect on you. And you get bummed out and shit like that. You're more easy to resent and feel like fucking people are bothering you. That isn't you. It's promoted by the virus that's taken over the organism. Well, I don't, this, this is the real addiction to me. The addiction to self is rooted uh, in you being the doer you being the thinker, you being the feeler, you being the one who has will. It's all based on a sense of ownership that we actually aren't in. We're not in that position. So there's an assumed position that is contrary to the evidence of our own lives. And so it just works over time to deny it, rationalize it, and excuse it, to keep on keeping on living as us, yeah? And I only see that because we take it to be us. If we could see it as something foreign, we could really, really entertain being free of it. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and then really getting that statement of, you know, not shutting the door on the past nor whatever, living in it. Yeah, that's by, that's by seeing you weren't the doer of all that shit. Yeah, I don't go back to someone else's what they did 30 years ago, unless I have resentment towards them, I don't. I don't fucking care what Stanley was doing eight years ago if I'm not Stanley, yeah? The obsession is with this Paul, with this idea of me. That's the addiction. And then that addiction spawns us looking for relief from it and they become the other addictions. And then they get all the spotlight and we never see the original one, yeah? Now I'm an alcoholic, now I'm an overeater, now I'm a sexist, now I'm a that. We get another name, another title to reinforce the one that we're not. Yeah? 
It's all camouflage. Get back to the exact nature of the wrong. It's the exact same nature of, wrong, of the wrong in all disease, of all addictions. Exact same nature of the wrong. It's we're taking something that we're not to be us. And we're listening to it in great faith. Yeah? We're believing it. We are. And we can't make a choice not to do that. It would be that which was saying it made the choice not to do it which is further belief in it, yeah? You can't get out of the system as the system because we're not in the system. We are not of this system. We are of spirit. We are not of mentalness. We are not of time. We're in time and we seemingly may be in mentalness. We're of something else. Let's get the cart behind the horse. Let's get clear about certain things and then see how what light it brings to all the other topics that are important to us. Yeah. That's all I'm off. It's all I'm sharing because it happened with me. I was placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on my part. And I started seeing a lot of shit. Yeah, I did. I couldn't get there, but I somehow I got, I was, I was there and I started seeing things from there. And I'm just sharing. I mean, if we were all jumping for joy and free of all concern and everything like that every day without much effort and thought to support it and maintain it, I would never say a fucking thing. But man, I see a lot of suffering in recovery. A lot of suffering. Yeah. And I feel at least, I mean, there could be and we're the one that, we're the, we're the, we're the pivot of traveling lighter or traveling heavy. Yes. Yeah. If you're traveling lighter, heavy incidents won't look as heavy. Yeah. If you're traveling heavy, a light incidence is seen as a fucking apparent threat. It's going to get heavy. Yes. We're giving everything all the meaning it has, as The Course in Miracles pointed out. Yeah, all right. So where I'm giving meaning from, hey, I've had enough of that. <laughs> Maybe there's a possibility of switching to another channel. Yeah. <laughs> and let it give meaning to life through me. Yeah, AA did that. AA provided that. And yeah, perhaps this is the better way. I agree completely. Yeah. Trusting something infinite rather than finite self. How are we trusting finite self? Believing the spin that's put into the thoughts. Completely. Yeah. It's our whole language is about me, I, you, mine. Yes. It's all supporting and reinforcing the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the one. Yes. And you are pictured as a body, as the one. You are not pictured as spirit. When all the accumulation of the evidence of you is pictured, you're pictured as a body. You're not pictured as spirit. <laughs> in, the mental, in the mental arena, you are seen as a thing. Yeah? <laughs> you are, completely. And then that thing tries to become spiritual, which just makes it... A a bigger thing yeah see what you're not and then you'll find out what you are that's the humble 
possibility we're trying to support in these talks. Yeah. That's all. And then if it doesn't work for you, far out. I don't care. I just want to see you travel lighter. However that works is great for you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so um, there's a bit, there's not many questions there, or none at all, actually, at the moment. So um, I've, I've got a question um, that just got me striking, just to open, for, uh, to open your mind a little bit for, with this. Um, if, is, is it our capacity to be convinced um, and have that conviction, you know, in that ca capacity? Is it, is, it, is it that little self that's preventing us to doing that? It's like embracing this, you know, a, a million percent. Um, in terms of things like believing, you know, and, and I know this is quite controversial, but things about depression and, and childhood trauma, and you've mentioned things about overeating and stuff, is what, what, what's, what's holding us back? Is it, is it our belief to endorse this, to actually to take it on board with 100%, with, with a gusto, if you know what I mean? Well, there is an our belief that would be, again, okay. implying that there's a self who has beliefs. It's okay. believing. So the mental state, which we're taking to be us has a belief system in its own system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mind depression because it can use it to say, I'm the one who's depressed. Yeah. 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 And some things that it can claim project a bigger picture of itself than others. So it's more inclined to go that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the idea, You'd really have to go into more subtle stuff, but what we're really talking of, what I feel gets me rooted in the beliefs that are happening is that they're mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's an identification as the one who has the beliefs. And I think that identification gives the belief a lot of power. Yeah. And a lot of us are pretty much defined by beliefs we don't even know are in place yeah yet they're called ours when they know when they're noticed or they come up i'm more interested in seeing i'm not that yeah i'm not that which has that belief yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not like me as the believer switching to another belief i just see i'm not that that has the belief and then i experience coming to believe which is different than having a belief, yeah? So the second step, I came to believe, mm. what? A power greater than me could do for me what I can't do for myself concerning the insanity that precedes the first drink. That's the first demonstration of a principle. The, princ the, the principle isn't captured by the one demonstration. It'll, it's The one demonstration is a sample of millions of demonstrations of the one principle. Yeah, you know, let's just get that clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so there was a coming to believe, and you could basically say there was uh, rooted in the recognition of unbelieving something that had been believed. Yeah. 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 So there was a moving away from 
what was believed and then coming to another belief. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now the, the, the disease of selfing will claim after the fact it was the one who believed the one, the thing before and after. I don't believe that. Yeah. I just think there's believing there's faith that I don't see anyone has faith and has the beliefs. I think we, ex we, we're a, an expression of those beliefs, but I'm not the one who had them. Yeah. I would say the beliefs have us, if you really want to be honest, mm -hmm. then I have beliefs. Yeah. yeah. So basically, a certain set of beliefs had me that it was more important to deny something at all costs than anything else. Yeah. I, I lived under that belief for quite a while. Then there was a point where there was a critical mass and I didn't die. So another possibility arose. So for the system to come to believe something else. And that's been the journey. I don't see me in any of it, really. <laughs> I don't. I don't see Paul has a certain set of belief and Paul has another set of belief. I think Paul is an afterthought way after beliefs yeah and then it's trying to catch up by saying i had the beliefs yeah that to me is it that to me is the bondage of self yeah to me those, those beliefs though set the ball rolling though don't they i mean you have to start somewhere and be open to the possibility of, of what you're talking about before that stuff is shredded away i guess isn't it well maybe you are open to that possibility maybe you're just believing something that says it's not open to that possibility okay i mean if life could ever get you open to a possibility it sure has with most addicts and alcoholics i've met <laughs> what's delaying the the link up what's delaying the next move is believing mm -hmm. in a in in a narration that says i i haven't believed i don't believe this yeah mm -hmm. why why hitch your wagon to that fucking dead horse why is because we're identified as it that's the root of the disease to me yeah mm. i've watched people at talks aa things when i you know i go to a rehab and there would be a heroin user there and he was sober but his head was saying he wasn't sober mm -hmm. because he said well you're not going to be sober and you're going to want to go out after this fucking thing but at that moment when i saw him at that meeting he was sober but that's not getting acknowledged at all, yeah? Because of what? The fact is that he's sober, but he's not listening to the facts. He's listening to false evidence, yeah? Mm -hmm. Appearing real, which mm -hmm. overrides the fact. That's belief, that's faith. That's what I wanna direct the message to, because I think it's pivotal right there. I think so much centers on what self are you, yeah? At mm -hmm. any given moment. I think your whole life it pivots on that. I do. And I want to question this false reference. I do. I don't want to, I don't want to align whatever I am to that insane belief system. I don't. That's never going to be convinced. I wasn't convinced. The convincing happened in something and then it bubbled up into the conscious level. And then my head would say, I'm convinced. But it was convinced way before the head admitted it, yeah? There's communication before thought. 
There's information before thought. Yeah, we have we call it the pause. The pause is us. When there's a pause, we finally made. We finally have shown up. <laughs> In a sense, we are the everlasting pause. And right now, because there's such an obsession with the narration, we think it's an infrequent event. Yeah. So in a way to the head, us showing up in our own life is an infrequent event. That's insane to me. Yeah. A pause didn't show up. It's always here. Mm -hmm. That's what, see, I don't see it as, oh, there's like whatever, you know, there's a, a cloud that has all the pauses in it. And if I locate myself, a pause will drain, drop on me like rain. The pause is always available at all times. It's us. Hmm. It's the interest and attention that's up the ass of self. Why? Because it's like a, they're like bloodhounds. Whatever is presented as you, the interest and attention is going to go to. Yeah? Let's see that which we thought was you is in us. And maybe the bloodhounds will be called off. And maybe they'll go somewhere else. Maybe they'll sniff the presence. Maybe they'll sniff the new power flowing in. Who knows? Yeah? Mm -hmm. But if you believe you're the believer, then believe away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like if you believe you got to do the next right thing, do the next right thing. Is that a fact? I don't know. It could be brought up into debate. But if, if, if it's a fact for you, it's a fact, yeah? So if you believe you're fucked, don't try to lay a philosophy on it. Go and out and help somebody. And then you'll feel something change. You'll feel something change, yeah? And then hopefully you'll get intimate with that feeling, yeah? And you won't have to trigger, trigger a response to it. You'll feel it most of the time, yeah? And now instead of visiting, that you'll be living from that yeah because who's running your visitation rights to what you are what you're not your head's telling you it's not available you've got to do all these herculean things to get prepared to receive what you are you're that yeah it has no it has no requirement set it's like that story of the prodigal son as soon as the prodigal said Son gave up the fucking selfing and just, just admitted it was fucked. Suddenly he's on this road meeting his father and he gets a nice new robe and a ring and there's a big feast waiting for him. It happens in no time. It was him holding back because he was identified as something that he wasn't. Yeah? And he was living as that. And that will hold out forever to be fucking right. Yeah? And if its idea is that you're wrong, it wants to be right about that. So you're going to be wrong a lot of your freaking life for that fucking mental head to be right. It's slavery. The freedom isn't going to come out from outside. It's here already. Yeah. It's us looking for it, which just makes us blind to it. Yeah. We're sending the wrong fucking thing out to shop for us because it just shops for itself. And then it force feeds you to believe this is what you want. Do you really want it? No. 
there is a solution. There is. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just throwing out two cents in about the exact nature of the wrong. That's all. And I would think that's an incredible point because if the exact nature of the wrong isn't exact for you, you may be living from the nature of the wrong. <laughs> you know i mean (laughs) and what are its causes and conditions mental 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 yeah okay awesome right Karina, who's in Spain, over to you, Karina. Hi, I'm. Oh, I'm Karina. I'm an alcoholic. Hey. Good to be here, and thank you very much, Paul. I've been listening and puzzling, and you have me completely, my mind going all over the place trying to figure it out. But um, I'll try and put the question clearly as I can. And it, it relates to David's question previously about, you know, new evidence appearing regarding the process of addiction and family conditions and a mixture of the passing on genomes or whatever they call them. But it is sort of, my question is this, that I'm a very grateful recovering member of Alcoholics Anonymous but I often have this suspicion and, and it, it kind of comes between me and my program, as they call it. But it's, it's the idea that we're using a paradigm based on a, a God figure, a deity, which probably goes back, you know, to the early, the early Egyptians and, you know, back, back in time when they had a God figure who would sort out everything. And the same in India, they have a very strong idea of universal self. And I'm thinking that here in in the West, we have access to a lot of scientific information and we are maturing animals. We are animals with a a mind that has developed and evolved. So here's the deal. What about if... The way forward for alcoholics and probably the rest of humanity isn't so much identifying themselves as nothing at all, doing nothing uh, in the hands of some force that comes through, a presence, a power. But if instead there was an idea of evolution towards being social animals, and uh, altruism rather than scared animals and me, 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 self, mine, my tribe, your tribe. So what I'm saying really is alcoholism is, is it, 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 is it a disease? How can it be seen as a disease? It's, it's a process, it's, um, it's a phenomena of people who don't connect to the whole and you don't have to give them something at the, at the top to kind of be the force or the power. You said it just now. You've got it in, in you yourself. So 
you know, a way of dealing with, you know, this new, this new century, what we know, how people become what they become, and sort of ease off the, the, the outside force. You know, we're probably, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So there's something in it when we all come together. And now they're talking planet-wise, etc. planet, you know, caring for other species. So, you know, do we make it complicated by trying to build in? Because I find that very, very hard, that I'm just going to sit back and somehow, if I don't interfere, it'll all work out all right. But if I do interfere, it won't. Because I don't have an identity as anything other than, than you know, <laughs> I have to use the Buddha expression, my true nature is that I'm here like everybody else. We haven't got a clue what we are, what we're doing, what we're supposed to be doing, but we know we're doing it, whatever is going on. That's a very long question and you're very... <laughs> 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 I really respect your good, good, good deal with me. Thank you. But I could go on and on. And I now hear myself <laughs> preaching rather than asking. So thank you. You're welcome. Good Thank question. You. Yeah, what was the question? Right. So um, when we talk about like the, the stuff that's going on with the world, say, for instance, um, I think it's along the lines, almost like what Luke said, but, you know, there's pollution, there's environmental chaos, there's all that sort of stuff. And then we're sort of saying do nothing. How does that how does that fit? Well, that's, not, that what you're saying? that's not what's being said, but hmm. I'd like to uh, keep it on the topic at hand. Yeah. yeah, sure. But Thank you. I could just one, go back and say, David, yeah. it's not that I'm Once that, right. uh, an old friend of mine. Hold on. Sorry, go on, an, go on Paul. An old, an old friend of mine came into town. I hadn't seen her in a long time. And she, uh, I picked her, I met her in a museum in San Francisco. And she had gone to a lot of schooling over the years I hadn't seen her and had a master's and she was, I don't know which is psychiatrist or psychologist. I don't know which one, but she was that. And she knew what I had been up to back then. So she wanted to talk with me. And so she presented her story, but the, it was based on an assumption that we're real and this place is real and so on and so forth where I don't agree to that assumption. So her logic was very sound, but I didn't agree with that assumption. I just said, it's probably best we just go have a cup of coffee because it's not gonna be any place we meet here because I don't, I, I don't agree with the assumptions, yeah? And so my interest doesn't lie in, uh, you know, all these possibilities of how it can manifest. I'm just seeing, uh, and the top, we try to stay on point here because um, if we, my humble sense is if you don't see this, it's pointless really because the act of identification is going to migrate wherever you are and claim to be you. And at least you might as well know that, yeah? Because it says a lot in the book, we read it last week, on page 53 in uh, the bottom of in We Agnostics in this book, it said, without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith, well, 
if you hear these talks, hopefully now you'll know it because it will, you'll reflect on your life and you'll see knowing it that you've been brought to where you are by a certain kind of faith, yes? And then knowing it, you will see that you believed in your own reasoning or in the thoughts in the system. Knowing it now, we, we'll see that we had confidence in the thinking. That was, to put it mildly, and then he goes, actually, we were abjectly faithful to the thinking. See, this all was happening without knowing it. Now we know it, hopefully, because we're sharing about it, yeah? And so a lot of things that have gone on and we didn't know about it, if you get someone to share it and then you, there's this identification with the similarity of what the person's saying, you're entering knowing it now. So now you know it was the faith that puts you in this position that you're in now. Most people don't know that, yeah? But now there's a knowing of it. That's what's interesting to me. I don't care where it goes or whatever. I wanna see what's happening that's making everything seem to happen the way it is, that's all. And I feel there's a concurring event going on while we're living, there's a, I like to use the parasite image, it's not a parasite, it's a mental parasite, but there's an activity going on that, and let's use the host, with the host not knowing it, yeah? And that I would expect if the host would know it, then maybe it would open up to a possibility of something changing. That's my humble assertion. So uh, we're trying to point out and share about what I was not knowing when I was running around like crazy, yeah? And what I was still not knowing when I was in recovery for quite a while. And then things were revealed and brought a knowing of things. And that's just sort of like a, like a snow, like accumulating into an avalanche of information. And this is the whole point of of these one of the points of the talks is to bring us into a state of knowing that we're fucked and what was sort of the source of it yeah basically so that we can see the sources other than us which will allow a possibility of being free from to become another possibility that's the whole point and uh i like to stay on that point and wherever it goes in manifestation i don't really care uh, it's just going to go. And if I'm there, I'll be there. And hopefully I'll be there knowing stuff that I wasn't knowing before. <laughs> like the unsuspecting inner resource is not an unsuspecting inner re resource. I'm clear about the inner resource as being actually all there is, to tell you the truth. That unsuspecting inner, inner resource has led to no, having a knowing of it as, as being all there is. So. Uh, yeah, so a lot of the shit that's going on in us or through us is done without us knowing. Yeah, we find out after the effect, after the effects. To me, that's a very, uh, that's a position that spawns victimhood and shit like that. Yeah, and blame and rationalization and excuses, all based on not knowing your role in things, really, or not knowing the role in other things in you. <laughs> yeah, so this is about sharing that maybe you're sharing a life with a parasitical movement 
and they maybe the parasitical movement has an upper hand in the situation and it's having an upper hand is completely based on you not knowing it yeah <laughs> it's completely based on you oh. not knowing it. yeah it is oh. how, how about knowing that we're not fucked how about that well that's great i completely knowing agree with not you. fucked doesn't we, need any we are, okay we we've got you know, when we're empty, we're emptiness dancing, we're nothing. There is yeah, nothing, it's complete yeah. emptiness. Well, meanwhile, we've got a conventional reality. The conventional reality is people suffering because they don't know how to get out of it. They just suffer. They go around in mind loops of suffering. So if we give them a plan, whether it's 12 steps or the Pentecostal church or the, mm, you know, some other group saying, you know, if you if you give in to this, God is going to come and get you and save you. And so many people aren't able to get that. You know, so we're not. Let me go a, back. Let me go back before that. Sorry. What I'm I, interested in is that sense of self that's being produced goes to all of those places and claims to be you. So all of the avenues of solutions that don't seem to be solutions to other people, you're there. I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah. I'm not interested in uh, making it easier or whatever for what we're not to sort of adapt to a new paradigm. I just want to see uh, the root of the old paradigm, tell you the truth, because the old paradigm will definitely migrate to the new paradigm without us knowing it unless we see it really i'm telling you people have tried so many new paradigms and it just becomes the same old same old because the same fucking thing that motivated a desire for a new paradigm is now the one that's at the new paradigm so the old paradigm arrives at all the other new paradigms because we don't see the old paradigm we call it us yeah I'm interested in that, and the talks are really rooted in that. You know, maybe if I was at lunch, then you can go to other ideas. But here, I'm just pointing this out because I found it in my own journey. I came to the conclusion this is the most important point to sort of uh, present because it affects every other point. Yeah, so there you go. So I don't know, you know, how to present it, or I think there's tons of presentations already of ways of life. I think they all should come with a warning that something may be traveling with you that you're not knowing, and it may be muting all the possibilities that you are hoping that new paradigm would make available. It may be distorting it, it may be translating it, it may be claiming it, and in a way, uh, it's the slavery that has a lot of opinions about slavery. Yeah, that, that's the, that's what I want to speak about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Karina. Thanks. Good to see you. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, final question from Caleb, who's been waiting very patiently. I'm unmuting you there, mate. There you go. 
Yes, thank you, Michael. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of questions. Um, first one is, uh, so you seem to have had like quite a simple but deep realization uh, with what you're talking about uh, that kind of uh, seems to be a solution for everything for you, really. Uh, I wondered, um, obviously you come from a recovery background and what do you, what do you, uh, what value is there for you then in actually in working the 12 steps and having a daily program of practice, uh, uh, in, in your life or in our lives? Uh, why, 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 why might we need that when this simple realization that you're talking about kind of seems to uh, cast aside all problems in, in a sense? Well, it doesn't do that. It's just that you'll travel later through the problems that arise. Yeah. It's a different, it's, it's not, there's no problems. And let's say if a diabetic woke up, yeah, had a deep realization of a simple thing, would he stop taking insulin? Mm. No, because the body has a, a, a predilection. He needs insulin for the body to work. This is the same saying, yeah. Alcoholism is of the brain and the body, yes? It's not a spiritual malady. It's a mental, physical malady, really. It's part, alcoholism is affecting the thing, yes? It's not affecting spirit. So the thing is affected, and maybe the thing, over the time it was under alcoholism, certain grooves that it had, yes, got deepened like extreme paranoia or shit like that. And so those things need a way of life to work themselves out, yeah? And AA is that way of life. Now, if you stay in AA a while, you leave uh, the idea of working the steps. They're working you in a sense. And you're be, it's not like, you're, that's not even happening anymore. You're, those suggestions that seem so foreign to you when you came in are now habits, yeah? In other words, I don't think about going to AA meetings. I think which one, yeah? The action figure has been trained to live by certain habits now, guided by sound principles, not insane fucking false evidence appearing real, but sound principles. And it's better for that, yeah? Now it runs pretty well, doesn't need much, you know, check the oil like a good Toyota. It's running pretty good, stuff like that. And basically, it's not, it doesn't draw uh, as much attention as it used to when it was taken to be the center of the universe and had police running after it and fucking drama constantly going on, yeah? It's sort of chilled out. And so basically, there's not much need for surveillance of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just has its own little desires and wants, maybe a good coffee, yeah, really a good movie, something like that. It doesn't, it's not like, 
it's not trying to escape what it can't escape from. It's not trying to transcend an imaginary place. It's not, it's, it's now super clear. It's not the center of the universe. So the thoughts have sort of dispersed and left it. It's been freed from an incredible encumbrance, something very heavy sitting on it all day. So the action figure is fucking happy as hell. Yeah. In a way. And it has a certain contentment and satisfaction because it was let off the big hook of being so fucking important that it could never measure up. It's fine now. Yeah, so that's good. The way of life has worked. Yeah, and it allows a certain daily condition of the problem doesn't exist for it anymore. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> but you see here in this little relative snapshots of time. Yeah. You've got to see what the action figure's condition is in at any given time. If you're just coming out of active alcoholism, you've got to use the action figure to convince itself that it wants a new way of life. Yeah. You've got to prove in a way. So like when you do the fourth step, it's finally, you feel like you're a real member because you finally did something. Yeah. You're trying to convince that which thinks it's, it's the doer that it did something good. Yeah. So you're rendering unto Caesar's what Caesar's, but hopefully, you know, you're not Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the spirit doesn't become one of many conditions. It becomes the screen, so to speak, or the basis or the context. Yes. That's not it's 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 access or it's authenticity isn't based on us. Yeah. We're an appearance in it. Yeah. And therefore, our say is quite minimal. Yeah. And now the spirit, just out of fact, overrides the mental condition, the physical condition, the emotional condition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now you're 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 starting and really having a sense you never left at a at a position that outshines circumstances and situations, just like principles outshine circumstances and situations yeah a principle doesn't turn into something else to fit a circumstance and situation it outshines it yeah so basically you're in the primal principle of what is in a sense you're from there and so that becomes a very very uh defining basis in your life that doesn't have any fences or restrictions or gates yeah or you've got a all right it's you've got to climb a new obstacle to prove your worthiness. It's not, to me, it has nothing to do with any of that. It's like a relaxed awareness of what's always here. Yeah. And it brings a certain uh, relaxation to the action figure that's driven by, you know, fucking mental worry and anxiety. Yeah. That the action figure, uh, oh, Mm, it's sort of weird. The action figure be becomes a weight that's placed in the nothingness, yeah? And it outweighs all the passing bullshit that's going on, yeah? Your own body is a disclaimer of all the shit that's running, yeah? It's like a, a like a 170-pound paperweight. It holds, yeah? Yeah. So... I've been in the program for 32 years. I had never been in there before until I got sober and I've never left. So I wasn't, I wasn't in and out. 
I was just been in for 32 years. And it's, it's had an incredible effect on the action figure and the brain and fucking, I've learned how to, you know, physically maintain it just through breathing and exercise, shit like that, swim and everything. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't become a, it's, and nothing's really that painful right now in the body. So it's not, uh, it's not, uh, uh, you know, yelling over silence. Yeah. Silence is available. The presence is available. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed to be that you were saying um, that it's like a, it seems like an inevitable thing that um, we end up in this situation where self is trying to get out of self. And uh, totally, I start there. We're, we're ending up with, we're, we're trying to, I don't know, create ourselves in, in a, our own idealized image or whatever it is. Um, uh, and that that's like a sort of common pitfall in recovery. Well, the point is in recovery, I think, uh, to me, it doesn't, it, uh, I submit to being changed. I don't change. I don't create anything. Yeah. I observe and I express really. I think that's my role. I observe shit that's being expressed and I express shit. Yeah. Some stuff is revealed to me. Some isn't has lots of blind spots, but has, has been trained now to live a day at a time without cause, you know, causing too much undue attention. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now the ability to enjoy peace of mind, uh, it's not so calamitous my life as an action figure. So there's more opportunity to enjoy peace of mind. Yeah. I'm chilled out. I don't have a court date that I don't want to go to. I don't have to piss in a bottle. I'm not fucking, you know, having to call my probation officer after I just used last night. None of that shit's happening. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like grazing around. Not, Yeah. I'm not burning down houses or shit like that. The mind can lift off a lot. I mean, big mind, not mental mind. And yeah, it's hard to explain. Uh, hmm. You know, it's sort of like a cloth that's been dyed over time. Yeah. It doesn't know where and when it's, it went from brown to dark brown to black. Yes, it has no idea. It's just been under an influence that's changed it dramatically. Yeah. And it's clear that it's under an influence that's changed it dramatically. It is. It's clear of that. Yeah. It doesn't believe it's doing it. It doesn't believe what the head had said. It doesn't believe it anymore. I mean, it's not even in my bones anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay. Yeah. Just come back, bro, if you like. Yeah, we have tons of this stuff. <laughs> always Thanks. ends up somewhere every talk. Yeah. Oh, all right. Thanks very much. So um, I think that's we'll make that the last one. 
um, just to say before we finish, just to remind you that we're back on Thursday for uh, the 12 steps or the, the, the AA orientated stuff. But Paul has his own um, satsang at his own uh, at zenbitchslap.com. He has his own Zoom room, which is separate to this one, which is on Wednesday, 7 o'clock uh, California Pacific time. Um, and that's really highly recommended. And then for everyone in Europe, the one on Saturdays at uh, 1.30 California time, which is 9.30 uh, England time or 8.30 uh, European time. It's highly recommended. And then we're back here again on Thursday, same time for the 12 step stuff. So Paul, do you want to finish off with us and say goodbye to everyone? I'll try to say goodbye to everyone. I see my friend Monique there and Caleb just now. Gee, don't waste any time thinking about questions. <laughs> Pat, Nice to meet you, John. Nice to see you again from Ireland. Yeah. Samantha, thanks for your lovely face. Howard, always Oklahoma City. <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> we got Joanne, Ireland. I don't see her much. I got, oh, she's back here. A lot of anonymous people. That's okay. We got, uh, let's see, I want to say hello to Dave. Dave, very nice. He's in the he's in the relief of the bondage of self right now. Yeah. Very good. Graham, yes, nice to see you, Graham. Thanks. Kristen, pleasure. Mike, Jim and Trish, nice to see you. At least Trish right now. Jim is I don't know where he is. We got Karina. Karina, thank you so much from Spain. We got Sonny with only has an hour. <laughs> We've got uh, Dimitri. I hope all's going well, Dimitri. Let me know what's going on. Steve, Stevie from the UK. Dave again. He's still in relief from the bondage of self. Every time I see him, he's in the relief of the bondage of self. Boney is doing something. She's busy. Yes. Luke, fantastic. Mike over there. Kurt, my friend from... Laguna Beach, Redondo Beach, wherever. Yes. I hope they get down there sometime. We got, uh, let's see, I can't see that name. Well, there's Mike. I missed somebody here. Carl, Carl and Chris. Nice to see you guys. Thanks for having me, really. Then we got, we got Rob again. Rob, always good to see you. Mike, I'll talk with you later. Daz. James, as always, Paul, I love you. you know, got the good name there. David, Johans, nice to see you. And David is the one who sets all this up, and Daz helps, and Mike helps, and thank them for all the work. Because uh, I wasn't interested in doing this, but Dave was, so. <laughs> 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 That's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how oh, there she is the beautiful one there yeah just move over and block james completely yeah yeah, those, yeah. Those all right i'll see you guys thanks so much for having me okay and have a wonderful day hey daz okay. see you bro yeah okay so we're gonna have